Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Quick Snap Podcast in association with Fanatics, the place to go for all your NFL gear. If you get yourself over to thequicksnap.co.uk and uh, find yourself something you like. So today you have got the pleasure of just myself and Tom. Uh, We're going to go through a bit. (laughs) Quick news roundup and uh, just... I'll, that'll do it for this week. Yeah, not uh, much going on. There is quite a bit going on, isn't there, for the, for the off-season? It has been quite an interesting week. Yeah, we um, either get all the news on one day, and then you get like five days without any news at all. Yeah, I, it, that's what I've found difficult. Obviously, when I started, obviously, our Instagram page, there was news every day. It was it was busy. And then yeah. when the off-season comes, and I was shocked at how little news. Like, in the past, yeah. I've just been like, yeah, okay, whatever. But it's been quite interesting to see such a little amount of news come out each day yeah um but yeah so it has been quite interesting quite quite a bit of it around the patriots which is no, no shock there they do no. love to grab the headlines uh and there has been a few bits of news around the preseason. obviously the buccaneers which you will you will enjoy no i don't uh, enjoy this one you won't enjoy this one i don't enjoy this one you know what you know what i was going to start with the patriots but should we start with the uh, the buccaneers then let's see how much you can, you can let, let, let's start with that lunatic yeah so obviously, there's been rumours that uh, there are players or coaches inside of the Bucks organisation trying to persuade Bruce Arians to try and acquire Antonio Brown. Um, now, I put a little thing on our Instagram uh, yesterday saying, "Who would you rather take in this moment, Des Bryant or Antonio Brown?" Obviously, <clears throat> Bryant is older now; his movement is going to be yeah. a lot, a lot more limited than it was. Uh, but Antonio Brown would be an unbelievable talent, but he would destroy your dressing room. Yep. Uh, so who would you take? Neither of them are a good option. Like you said, Dez can't really move. He's had a bit of a shady character. Like 
he's had a bit of bit of drama himself in the past. But given the two, I would still take Des because Antonio Brown is such a fire show. Yeah, he's like, a lunatic. Yeah, he is. He's an absolute nutcase, and he doesn't. Rec- I don't think he recognizes it. So how's he ever going to get better? It's, it's and he's probably also going to get fine. Um, sorry. Um, he'll get um suspended by the league as well at some point. Um, yeah. For everything that's been happening, we still don't know what sort of suspension he'll get. It could be eight games, could be four games. But if if you're if you're only getting him for say half a season or seventy five percent of a season, like that makes it even less worth it. Than, yeah. it, than it is anyway. I think people like some of our friends we've had on fantasy football will be screaming at this saying absolutely not, do not ruin yeah. Chris Godwin's well, Exactly, that's, and that's another thing. It's not like there's a desperate need on the team for a wide receiver. You've got Godwin, you've got Evans, you've got three good tight ends yeah. um, there as well who can all catch the ball pretty well. Um, the the rookie this year that was quite, was quite exciting. Um, hopefully he'll be in the slot. Um, and then last year they had when they had a bunch of injuries towards the end of the season. Um, like Justin Watson, who was a rookie last year, he stepped up and was quite good. Um, so it's not like there's a shortage for it. You know, it's yeah. not the Jets receiving core. Like it's probably one of it's probably one of the best in the league. Yeah. Um, like I, I probably the, the only other one to contend with it would be the Saints one with Thomas and Sanders. Yeah, very understandable. But, I did say uh, that if, yeah. if it was the Jets, I would snap Antonio Brown up because I wouldn't want him in New York be... City. What's that? I wouldn't want him in New York City. Oh, imagine that it'd be carnage. But they they would need someone at yeah. all costs at that, at that position. Whereas you've got the two tight ends for a start. Yeah, the receivers are unbelievable. Yeah, what yeah. more? It, it, it's too no. much. You. Um, no. But yeah, I do agree. You, 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 there's no way of knowing what Antonio Brown's going to do. Yeah. I think the court case is exactly. the only reason he's actually gone to these courses that he's had to sign up to. Yeah. If he didn't get prosecuted anyway, he would never have gone to seek any help. Yeah. I don't, no, I don't think. I agree. I don't think he actually acknowledges that what he's doing is borderline psychotic. No. I think he just thinks I'm allowed to be this vibrant yeah. because I'm a superstar whereas yeah it's nuts and then even with Arians like he's got a connection to the Steelers obviously he was obviously he wasn't there at the same time that Antonio Brown was but he has been there in the past he was there when Ben was a rookie I think and for a couple of years so he could always just go to anyone in the Steelers organization whether it's Mike Tomlin or whether it's Big Ben himself and ask what AB is like I mean <laughs> we have a pretty clear picture of what AB is like anyway but he could just go to those guys and that's probably going to put him off even more because yeah. I think one thing we have realised from all of this with Antonio Brown is just how well Tomlin managed to keep that locker room together for as long as he did with the way that he was behaving. Um, yeah. So to me, there's absolutely no chance of him coming to the books. Um, even if it was like a veteran minimum deal, I I don't think it's worth it at all. No. Um, I can't see it happening. Even if Brady pushes for it, I just can't see Bruce Arians taking him on. He's not the kind of yeah. player that... Arians likes to play his system. Yeah. And he's going to already have to have to bend the knee a little bit to Tom Brady and, and you know, yeah. play his system. But to then say, let's welcome somebody else in the picture to you know, compromise again, I, can't, I just can't see it happening. And then on top of that, imagine the disruption in that dressing room already when you're trying yeah. to introduce a 43-year-old quarterback into it. It's exactly. It's like Brady's got, his, Brady's got his money. He's got Rob Gronkowski back. He's got a great uniform to play in. Like, he doesn't need anything, anything else. <laughs> yeah, f- fair enough, yeah. Um, 
Okay, so we will move on to Tom Brady's old team. And with that being it, it could it is his replacement. Whereas there has been, you know, which obviously Cam Newton's gone there on the deal that could be worth upwards of $7.5 million. Uh, obviously, there's got to be incentives and uh, appearance fees in there, etc. Um, yeah. There's still a debate on all social media and on the internet that he may not start for the Patriots. It could still be Sidham. And yeah. I just think this is... I don't know whether I'm being naive, but that's a bit laughable because... I, I, I was about to use that exact same word. Like, <laughs> I was about like, to describe it as laughable. I think it's everyone's bizarre. brought into the Patriots saying that they are confident in Sidham. But that's like you being my quarterback and me saying, no, not confident at all. He is yeah. awful. No one's going to ever say that. They're always going to blow smoke up his, up his arse. Exactly. That's and what then, the off-season is. Yeah. And then Cam Newton coming in is just a clear like, show of lack of faith in Sidham. Yeah. Because otherwise, if they were that confident in him, they would never have gone and wasted seven. It's only seven point five million, but it's still seven point five million they've wasted on a quarterback if they are not putting him in. Yeah, I think the only thing that will stop Cam starting will be if um, if his shoulder doesn't look that good. Um, last time we saw him, he was hampered by those shoulder yeah. injuries and the foot injuries. But I mean, even like th- this is a great value deal. For the Patriots, this is the kind of deal that makes Bill Belichick who he is. Um, but when you do look at what Cam was playing as last time he was in the league, it was kind of like a, a bottom of the half, um, bottom half yeah. of the of the league quarterback. Like PFF have him ranked 18th in the league for that full 2018 season. When he played, um, I know he missed a couple of games of injury. Then um, last year, the grades that he got in those two games were pretty awful um he was bad in the one game against Tampa um as well at the start of last season um and I think one thing that the Patriots have done which is quite clever and has obviously cost Cam some money but they've basically waited until as long as possible until Cam's price is as low as possible um and then snapped him up so like you said it's full of incentives but the only guarantee that he has was on signing which was 550k and when you look at some of the other backups in the league, they're getting yeah. paid more. They have more guaranteed money than Cam this year. Uh, some of these names are like are pretty obscure. There's Matt Barkley, Matt Schaub, who I can't quite believe he's still in, in the league. Um, <laughs> Jarrett, Jarrett Stidham, so who will probably become his backup. He's he's earning more money than him. CJ Bethard, or Beat wow. Hard, however you want to pronounce it. I prefer Beat Hard. Um, <laughs> Ryan Finley and Will Greer, the two rookies from last year. For the Bengals and the Panthers, um, Brett Hundley, who's backing up. I think he's backing up Kyler Murray. And then Mason Rudolph. Like, they're all earning more money than Cam this year, or guaranteed anyway, Yeah, which seems ridiculous. It does seem but ridiculous. it's a great deal for the Patriots. And I think Josh McDaniels will love having um, Cam as a weapon for him to use. Like There was a few years ago when he was in Denver. Um, McDaniels had Tebow when Tebow first came into the league. Yeah, And his, his offense then, although... Tebow, Tebow was far from a good player, wasn't he? And he still managed to get some wins out, out of it. So yeah. if Cam can come back and he can play well and he can be healthy, then this, I'd, I'd say this, the ceiling is pretty high for, for what the team can do. I, um, I like the deal. And, and on top of that as well, they have said that if Cam leaves after the, after the, third, the, the one-year contract, they get a compensatory third-round pick from whoever takes him mm. to the agency, which yeah. again is Bill Belichick all over, working yeah. his magic. It, it kind of runs into our next bit of news. But um, I do think they, 
there's only what apparently in the the rumors are that only one team offered him a deal, and it was the Patriots. Um, apparently, the Browns mm-hmm. had some interest in him earlier on, but that kind of drizzled out when they realized he wasn't going to be taking that starting role. Yeah, but the Patriots are the only the only ones to offer it, and as you say, they've gone in as late as possible, lowballed him, obviously because he needs well, he need well, I don't know if he needs money, like, but you know, he wants to be playing uh, football and he wants the money, so yeah, it, it, it's very smart and. I just can't. I can't see Bill Belichick offering any money at all, even if it is a low ball offer, if he's not fit to play. Like, yeah. So if, I, I just don't see them picking up a broken Cam Newton for anything at all. And obviously, the rest of the teams are obviously worried about his injuries. I can't see the Patriots as an organization who've been ran like pretty well for the last how many years, not doing due diligence and not picking up on any like hampering injuries. Yeah. That could be like really like like putting back in the season because if let's say his shoulder is bad that that's not like okay you'd be back up then that's him out like yeah if his shoulder's bad he can't be back up because if he's, if he's pulled into the game what's he gonna do just not throw the ball yeah i so, think one thing he's gonna have to work on is just taking a lot less sacks and also he won't be able to run the ball like he did like yeah i think basically since he's come into the league he's pretty much been the best goal line running back as a quarterback yeah, and he can't do any of that now, um, just because of that risk. And I think he might understand that himself, maybe as well, because he has got such a small deal. Yeah, because of his injuries, from how he's played the game and how he's treated his body, um, which was great at the time. Like that um, MVP season was fantastic, and if he'd jumped on the ball in the Super Bowl, you know, it, it could have been a different story for him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think he's he's a very marketable, marketable player. I think he'll Definitely. still get plenty of money from endorsements. He's had, a, he's had a contract already, so yeah. he's definitely not short of money. And I think he came up today and said that it's not about money, it's about respect, which I think is a very... I think that's what any athlete would say who'd yeah. potentially been given a low-ball offer. Um, I think my only worry is going to be his personality. Like He's probably one of the more individual players in the entire league, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, saw, you sort of learn his outfits are insane. Yeah, Half the time he looks like like, like your your, um, your grand that went that went to like the supermarket in like the nineteen eighties when he's got that like <laughs> hood over his head or whatever it is and some strange outfits. Um, I think if he can buy into the way Bill Belichick wants to do things, then it's going to be good. Um, just I think from what we've seen in the public so far, um, I'm not sure if Cam will be able to do that. That's going to be the only potential outlier. But yeah. if he wants to get some respect, he's going to have to. Probably going to fall in line. I think so. I think it will be like a bit of a prove it year for him if he gets his yeah, chance. Definitely. You know, if if people are right and he, and he is the backup to Stidham, I can't see it happening. That'd be funny if that's true. That would be her- that that would be the opposite of respect. That would be yeah, like completely demoralising. Um, okay, so we'll move on to obviously the Patriots again, and this uh, this time they've obviously been fined for uh, filming on the Bengals sideline. Um, Accidentally. Accidentally, obviously, because it is the Patriots, so they don't do anything on purpose that they get caught doing. No. Um, But again, Bill Belichick has worked into the CAM contract that they get the compensatory pick, third round pick, which then subsidizes for the third round pick that they've lost uh, in this fine. They've lost the 2021 third round pick, and they've lost obviously the $1.1 million. Um, Which has changed the craft, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's like what we've always said, like when in any sport when the players or clubs get fined, it's like, is it even worth fining them? Like yeah. 
because they, they just say, yeah, okay, we'll pay the fine and nothing really happens. Yeah. But it is, this is like the third or third or fourth. It's the third big one that they've been caught with. Obviously, there was Spygate, wasn't there? Then Deflategate just a few years ago. So this yeah. is kind of like Spygate 2.0. <laughs> so I think it, it's quite interesting that quite often these things are the Patriots. Yeah. Like there was the incident a couple of years ago with Atlanta getting caught pumping crowd noise through the speakers into the stadium. Yeah. And um, they they got fined for that. Um, and there's been a few. I think the Ravens have been had some fines in the past for training camp violations in terms of the practices that they've put players through. Um, but yeah, the Patriots every what five six years always seem to crop up with a new um with a new scandal. So I think if we set our clocks for 2025, we should have another juicy storyline. But look at what they've got a fine for the video in the Bengals sideline. Like, yeah. Why are you videoing the Bengals sideline? I I mean, I do wonder if it was like a genuine mistake, if it was just some stupid intern who pointed the camera in the wrong direction or like failed to point it back in the right direction or whatever. But I think with the Patriots, you can be equally skeptical I'm skeptical that they were doing it on purpose. Yeah, I mean, you you just can't trust them, can you? You just can't you can't say that no. was a mistake. You just no, even I if think... it was, you just can't say it because the chances are. Yeah, I think Bill um, Belichick's going to do anything to win, isn't he? He's shown that in the past. He will do yeah. anything to win. And that's the one thing that they have respect for, you know, outright winner. He yeah, just yeah. wins. What's yeah. I mean, it's all about reading that book. Um, was it the Art of War? If you read well, the Art not... of War, then. I messaged you didn't I, the other day because um, you know the in the in the news the players got told uh, can you please like stop like individual training sessions with each other yeah obviously because of COVID and how it's affecting like America that you know, the cases aren't really still quite high and you know they're going up and up and up yeah I mean, well it, it is a bit of a a worrying situation with regards to sport obviously sport has commenced in this country now yeah um, whereas in America it's not really. It's yeah. due to start there, I think, towards the end of this month. I think, yeah, within a really close period of each other. Yeah, yeah became, you know, they're already starting to limit limit the games that the NFL are playing preseason. So, well, what my point was though with Brady, he is an outright winner. And you know, we discussed about a couple of weeks ago whether Brady coming in and his new system would work because obviously he hasn't yeah. got an off season. Well, he's doing everything he can to make sure yeah. he wins. They've said, "Can you please stop doing these training sessions?" He just basically said, no, yeah, I don't invite everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he had all in there. I know. Oh. I think, I mean, I think the only thing with that is the the advice that the that they gave, I mean, it was just advice. It was advice, yeah. So I think if they'd come out and said, players have to stop, then I think then it, this will be a bit more of a, of a mini scandal. But they've oh, not yeah. said no. And like, like, like we said, we know what Brady's mindset is. Um, he just you wants to win. win. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know so. what? Fair play to him because obviously he he understands that the the off season is going to be challenging for them. Yeah. So he's doing everything he can to make sure. I, know. I mean, all the people are at risk, higher risk of COVID though. So I mean, he's putting himself in danger there. <laughs> he's old. Forty-three year old man. He's old in terms of NFL, not in terms of like real life though. <laughs> yeah. Christ, I'm already about thirteen years off of myself. Um. Okay. Yeah. So with that, with us discussing COVID, obviously it is having an effect on the NFL. Um, we are seeing that in the news that they could shorten the season if they have to and things like that, which is worrying because I want to see as much football as possible. Yeah. I saw in some places that they were going to leave it down to individual states, whether they were allowed fans in the stadiums, which is 
a little that bit very unfair yeah a bit that would be because... that would create a big um disadvantage for certain teams yeah. i mean well, teams might... like teams like the chargers who've got no home fans it won't matter to them it won't make a difference but if the they can't have people in but yeah say that the packers say like seattle it might, like if you go to a yeah. game in seattle or kansas you can't hear anything yeah so like if you're the away team go into that go into one of their games but then when it comes to the reverse fixture, say with Arizona, say Arizona aren't allowed fans in their stadium. They go to Seattle, they can't hear anything. They get caught offside, jumping offside, loads, loads, loads of full start penalties. Yeah, they go Seattle, Seattle then come then to, to Arizona to play and there's no crowd noise. So you've got no impact of that whatsoever. Yeah. It I seems bizarre. It has, to be, it has to be one rule for all, I yeah. think. And it has to be a rule from the start till the end, I think too. I don't yeah. think it's very fair if you say for the first half of the season, it's not allowed. And then, oh, yeah. because it's improved, you're now allowed it. Because although for fans on the TV, obviously for us from the UK, I would much rather watch it with the crowd there. But again, as you say, if a team plays them in the first half of the season, no crowd noise. Yeah. Opposing fixture in the second half of the season and there's crowd noise doesn't seem very fair to me. Especially yeah, like, with teams like, like Seattle and Chiefs and yeah. the Packers where it is, be- it is borderline impossible to hear. And, yeah, yeah. you know, Brady, Russell Wilson... And probably Mahomes do have tricks under their their sleeves on how to catch teams offside. They do like yeah. off counts. They do all sorts. So yeah, well, like, imagine if it got to that stage in the playoffs. Imagine having the AFC Championship game with no crowd and the NFC Championship game with a yeah. with a crowd. Like it, it doesn't make That'll any sense weird, whatsoever. Yeah, it can't be doing that. Uh, they've also obviously reduced the amount of preseason games we're going to be seeing. Which, if more in all honesty, I'm not too bothered about because yeah, I think they should play none. To be honest. I think there should be one, and I think it should be um, most of starters. Because, I don't know, I, I love when football comes back. I do love what I'll watch them all, even though I say I don't like them because I want to watch sport. But I just think it is a bit of a waste of time because... It is. Yeah. So my point is... If it's Tony good for the around, back end of your roster, doesn't it? It's not well, that great for your starters. That's a, so my point is, COVID's around, so there's a higher risk of people catching a disease if you have massive rosters. Yeah. You have a 53-man, is it, going into the season? Yeah, I think they might have increased it slightly for this year. Or maybe they, maybe it's just the practice squad they've increased. Yeah, so I don't see why. Is it like 90 people that go into the preseason before they get cut them all? I think, I, think, I think it can be as many as you want, can't it? Yeah, I think, well, on the last few um, hard knocks I've watched, I think it's been around 90 they've taken in. Yeah. And then they cut around for like 35, 40 people. Yeah. Well, What's the need? Like, just... just it, for this season, don't need to do that at all. Yeah. Just, just thinking mean, 60. I even think, say, I was looking at the Tampa Bay roster the other day, and I think there's only about probably six or eight spots that are up for grabs. I think yeah. the, rest, the rest of them are all pretty much sorted and kind of like those people will be guaranteed. Like, So you've, you'll have 60-odd people fighting for eight jobs, yeah, it's just which stupid. is unreal. Yeah, I've... Uh... I've seen a few bits on um, certain channels, like listening to certain um, podcasts, etc. I saw one of them saying that they should make a whole whole squad extra in the NFL full of players that didn't make squads, make them stay fit the whole way through the season. So if anyone gets an injury or uh, catches okay. COVID... Like a reserve can, pool for the entire yeah, league. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's not... That's actually quite a good idea. But imagine, like, say, like... Um, the Bills and the Patriots both got in. Uh, someone got COVID the same day. Yeah. What? I, I, they both want a receiver. 
Yeah. <laughs> the best one. Maybe some fights there. Yeah, there. I don't know how you'd work that out, but yeah. it does seem like a good way of. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, of it. I even remember. Um, I think it was a podcast with Bruce Arians on. I think it was Chris Long's podcast, and he he asked him what he's going to do with like quarterbacks. Like, what if your quarterback got like got COVID nineteen? And he said that he was thinking about having one quarterback work from home, so that there's like the, like the third string probably. So at least there's always one quarterback who will say, oh, cause cause, yeah, because obviously if one of your quarterback gets it, the amount of time you spend in that quarterback room, then oh, everyone else is going to get it as well. I mean, the whole team would probably end up getting it, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so if you had at least one quarterback working from home, then you've always got that safety blanket, which makes quite a lot of sense in, in some ways. Who'd you pick? Who'd you pick but it, seems, it seems ridiculous that that could be a possibility. Uh you know what? You know what? This is going to be a very extraordinary year of sport. I think. Mm. Um, I know you're a big cricket player, um, and obviously in this country so far, cricket hasn't been allowed to be played because no, the ball is a vector of disease, according yeah. to Boris. Yeah, of course. But you can play uh, basketball though, which is a bigger ball, which is closer contact. Yeah. But you know, you can't contact. you can't stand meters away in a field, you know, and occasionally get like hold, hold a ball. You know, you can't you can't do that. Yeah. It, it's cool. it is madness, and with the NFL too, a lot of them are wearing gloves. But at some point, they're going to be pretty goddamn close to each other. Um, so it's going to be, yeah. you know, I know with the football in the in the Premier League in England, when when one player gets it, they use this reasoning of, oh, they weren't around them for fifteen minutes or longer at any one point, so they they yeah. don't have to isolate the whole team, which I think is a bit crazy. It is. Uh, but the one good thing about these sporting teams is that they'll probably be tested every two days. Yeah. So, in reality, if one person gets it, they'll be able to sort out who, who's been transmitting it, etc. Whereas, as well in the preseason, usually they spend time in a camp. They don't really go home. Yeah, they won't be doing that. So. No, like the Steelers, uh, like every single at some point in camp, every single year they've. Um... They spent time at some small college somewhere in Pennsylvania, I think, yeah. for basically since the entire time they've existed, and they can't can't do that this year. Can't do that this year. It's mad. I think the one thing which is going to be really interesting is going to be college sports, yeah, um, because obviously the players don't even get paid for that, and you know there's a lot of argument about you get an education, but it's basically just like a full time job as a sport as a yeah. when you when you go there under a scholarship. The amount of time you have to squeeze everything into is pretty ridiculous. You like you're neither like a full time student or kind of like a full time yeah athlete. You've got to like blend it across both. Um, so that's gonna be really interesting to see what happens there from that point of view when you consider how much money the sports, especially college football, brings into the universities themselves. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be. I think that's arguably more interesting to see than the NFL because we know that the NFL will probably happen regardless. Have you seen, I think, I'm not sure if it was in New York State or somewhere else, where they have now allowed um, athletes to um, have, what do you call it, endorsement contracts? Oh, yeah. They're, 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 I think they've allowed that for the all of NCAA, I think. Have they? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. I think I think that was passed earlier this year. I think it might have only been passed in one state, but that basically means that every single state will end up doing it. Otherwise, yeah, all yeah. the kids will just go to... University, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, it is, it is crazy. We've been playing golf with um, a guy called Mark, and he runs a company that, uh, which is based around getting kids scholarships to go and play sports in America. 
uh, which is pretty sick. So if any, if any yeah. of our listeners are playing sports and they are on a good level and want to go and study in America, get in touch and we'll try and uh, hook you up with a, a scholarship. <laughs> yeah. Um, is isn't much else to talk about. Is there much news? No, a little bit quieter, like I said. I think we'll probably have to wait another seven days until something else comes out. Yeah, brilliant. We're ready then. Um, we have got an interesting podcast with um, a Titans fan on Sunday. So, uh, guys, stay tuned. Um, Teaser. Yeah, in the meantime, if you do want to find us, we are at the, uh, the Quick Snap UK on both Twitter and Instagram. And then we've got www.thequicksnap.co.uk for our website. Loads of articles on there and we are going to be launching something very exciting very soon so keep your eyes peeled uh, two teasers ha- in one episode i know Unbelievable. what can you ask for uh we have got a, a giveaway um on our instagram page so if you're interested in that go and give it a little, little check out uh, but until next time guys thanks for listening thank you Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.